Well, you're listening to The Human Resource. My name is Pandy. I'm really glad you came. Um, Today, we're going to talk about a little bit of an uncomfortable conversation, and that's stress in HR. And I'm not going to, I'm not, gosh, I, I don't want to say that any job doesn't have a level of concern or a level of stress associated with it. But more and more and more, I'm talking to individuals in the role of human resources, and they're looking at me and going, I, I, just, I, I just don't know what to do. I, sometimes I can't even sleep at night because I, I, I don't know what I'm going to come into the next day. I don't know if what I'm doing is correct. Sometimes I don't know what I don't know. And as a consultant, you know, I, I get a little concerned, but then I'm also listening for a pattern. Are these concerns all moving in the same direction on the same topics? Or are we talking about individuals and their own insecurities? And what was really interesting is I'm, I'm just kind of gathering information. I, I got this um, email from one of my newsletters, and it talked about a survey that they had done with their subscribers in regards to what they actually spend time thinking about. And so I thought, you know what, this is a good time to share it because if you're listening to this podcast, you already have a desire to know what you don't know, or, or maybe it's just an affirmation you're looking for. And if so, oh my gosh, I, I hope we're, we're giving them to you every week in some way or fashion. But I thought it was definitely worth just putting it out there because remember, you're not alone. None of us are alone, no matter where you are in your career in human resources or wherever you are in your level of experience dealing with labor laws and employment laws. Someone has already gone before you or someone else elsewhere is experiencing it just as you are. And remember, I all people are different. So whether we have two manufacturing firms or two printing companies or two jewelry stores, each of those locations are going to have different aspects or different levels and depths to issues because of the people difference. So what might be a major concern for one location may not be or may be a minor concern for the other location. Either way, though, if it's keeping you up or if it's, if it's just driving the stress level of your job in human resources, it's well worth talking about. So just to help you, I thought I'd bring this in, this survey, and share it with you. It's, it was actually put together by um, HR First Sight by the Employment Law Handbook uh, Group, and it's, it is a subscription um, they interviewed a bunch of HR professionals and said, well, you know, what, what are you most worried about? As we're going into January 2023, what are you most worried about? Now, I will put a caveat in here. I have no idea what companies or backgrounds or experience levels these individuals were. I don't know how many people they interviewed, and I really don't care. Because from a consulting perspective, I looked at some of these topics and I thought, yes. Some of these are exactly 
what I'm hearing from my clients. So that gives it credibility. And here's my list, or excuse me, here's their list. One of the first things that individuals are worried about in HR issues are penalties for employment and labor law violations. Those are the fines that are given to companies for not following employment laws and employment practices. And what's interesting is if you aren't paying attention, please let me bring it back and have you refocus on the fact that a lot of those fines just increased. The fines for violations in I-9s, the violations for not having labor law posters up, fines for not properly reporting harassment claims or discrimination claims, the oh my gosh, the fines around wage and hour violations have gone up. And that's just the federal level. Remember, a lot of states this past year added in additional laws so that individuals can sue both from a federal and a state perspective. If individuals are concerned because they're not keeping track of what those penalties are, then how about compliance with local labor laws. That's their number two highest concern. And why wouldn't they be? We've talked about that on this podcast. Municipalities are now rising up and putting laws in place that are affecting employment and labor decisions, even when their state isn't agreeing. And Cincinnati, where where ICRC uh, station, TV station is located, This is a perfect example. The state of Ohio is not necessarily enforcing the Crown Act, but Cincinnati does have a law stating that individuals cannot be discriminated based on their hair, their hair color, their hair texture, their hair style. That can happen. Another one, Cincinnati proper has a law stating that employers in the city limits cannot ask for salary history. Now, over in Dayton, Columbus, you can, but not in Cincinnati proper. Are you as HR people able to keep up with all the municipalities and all the state laws? Because remember, most of you have remote workers, and you have to maintain a knowledge of the laws of that resident state or location, not just where your corporate office is located. The number three concern that was mentioned was benefits. Now, it doesn't elaborate, but when I talk to my clients, they're concerned because of the rising cost of benefits. And remember, when you're paying somebody compensation, I always tell my clients, look, you need to add another 30% for the cost of benefits, taxes, and all the extras that go into employing that individual. If you're getting a benefit renewal of 20, 30, 40%, that's a little disconcerting if you're not managing to try to keep those costs down. Benefits could also be affected by the new Secure Act 2.0, That's making a lot of changes in regards to retirement funds and retirement plans that employers offer. 
And if you're not staying up with those changes, if you're not aware that those laws are in place, you do have something to be concerned with. And you need to be in front of your broker. The fourth concern that was brought up was family or medical leave. Now, for employers of less than 50, this does not mean the Family Medical Leave Act. This means any policy that your company might have or may lack in regards to allowing individuals to go out on leave for either medical or personal reasons. Do you have something in place like that? And if not, what have you been historically doing? And are you being consistent? The fifth concern they had was on state-specific discrimination rules. Now, I can tell you that some states, like Kentucky and Indiana, they really don't move around a lot. They're staying kind of quiet. But yet, a few years ago, Kentucky kicked in and added a new new discrimination law around pregnancy. Even though we have the ADA that protects disabilities, even though we have the Pregnancy Discrimination Act, we, the, Kentucky came in and stepped in and said, we're going to have our own. And there are multiple other locations and territories, municipalities, that are coming up with their own language on this. How are you keeping up on that? Because the individuals who responded to this said, this is a concern to them. My clients also are very, very concerned, and it's not a part of this particular survey, but they're also very concerned about, are we truly competitive with our wages? And this is a very, very sincere concern because it's not only for the budget of the company, are we getting a return on our, on our investment? Are we overpaying for what this individual is able to produce? But are we also paying correctly to retain the employee? Is money going to be an incentive for them to leave us? And let's not even begin to talk about the cost of trying to replace that individual, but are we paying appropriately? It's interesting, when all of this started here prior to about the beginning of the pandemic, we started seeing that mass exodus and individuals literally started just running to higher paying jobs. And one employer looked at me and said, Pandy, this is going to backfire. It, this, this, this is going to be, there's going to be an awakening at some point. And he and I kind of joked around. He said, what do you think? 18 months? Do you think it'll take two years? And he said, I'm going to, I'm going to shoot for 18 months. And it's an amazing I think I I would push it a little bit closer to the two-year mark. But companies now have come back to me and said, you know, I pay this guy a premium to, to, to hire him, and I'm just not getting it. He's just not producing. And I don't know what I'm going to do because I can't keep him at this rate if he's not going to be able to give us the competencies and skill sets he sold us on. So why wouldn't this HR person be, way, you know, literally concerned and, and, and awake at night, trying to figure out, do we let him go? How are we going to replace him? What kind of a wage is it going to take to replace him? Wages are a major concern. And then it's just the overall 
impact of our society. And HR people truly have to keep their thumb on the pulse of where we are as a society. The EEOC just came out with their new poster, including gender identity. This is a major topic. And I, I am sitting down with my clients right now and saying, look, you need, if you're not concerned about this, you need to be concerned about this. I want every single one of you to take a good, hard look at your culture. I want every single one of you to be on the alert because I'm not as concerned about the current staff that you have, but as we keep building our companies, as we keep growing, as we keep adding people, is your culture one that will be open, welcoming, and a safe place for anyone to come into? Are we a culture in this company of tolerance and welcoming collaboration? Or are we going to isolate, ostracize, and refuse cooperation? Or we can't, we just can't go on and on about um, all the negativity that could be present. So I'm really sitting down and saying, look, this is, this is not going to go away, and this should not be a major concern, but I need this on your radar. And as you sit here and listen to all this, I want you to sit back and ask yourself, what's my culture? What am I spending my day worrying about? What am I spending my day even thinking about? Because... You have a right to be concerned. You're in the job to guide the senior leadership of your team and of your company to make good, solid decisions so that they can be worried about the marketing and the finances and and keeping customers. You are the foundation of that organization. I don't care who you are. If you're listening to this show and you are interested in human resources, you are in control or in in charge of the heart of that company. If you've got concerns, find a legal or a labor law attorney to talk to. Get a good consultant in your life. Go to peer groups. Get some education. But most of all, continue listening to this podcast because you've been listening to the human resource. And we're here to help. Take care.